Spotlight Flyers. It is Wednesday, January 20th, and that means it is inspiration, humor, and levity. 120. David, I've got a question for you. Lay it on me, kiddo. But I think I know the answer. Are you a part of the herd or apart from the herd? I am probably the predator of the herd. <laughs> I am I am the quintessential wolf in sheep's clothing. I love it. Uh, I guess genetically I'm part of the herd, but I'm a cannibal. I'm not a huge fan of the herd. No, you're not. No. If they're going to zig, where am I going to go? You're going to zag. Absolutely. If for no other reason, just to zag. Make a splash, if you will. Yeah. I love it. How about you all? I would say, because you said you all, most people are part of the herd. And in fact, the sad reality, and I've had some bad experiences recently, which we're going to address in another future podcast. People are so friggin' mindless and bandwagon-esque. There are so many people following that there's no, I don't think there's any been, there's ever been any other time in history where there are more followers than leaders. And in fact, there's no hiding. They're not even, it's not even, there's no shame in it. Yeah, they're called fo- They're called followers. Yes. Dude, wake the fuck up. It's time to lead. What, what what voice do you have if you're a follower? And you know what? If you're going to be a follower, you need to vet the person that you're following. Are they truly a leader? Or are you part of that mass of people who are like, oh, I'm going to go out and protest this. And then when the media comes and puts their mic in your face and you say, well, why are, they say, why are you out here? You actually don't know why. Mm-hmm. You're just out there because everybody else is, and it feels good to be part of a social adventure. Well, that's cool, but you know what? Kayaking down a river is also a social adventure. Do your do your homework. Why are most followers are freaking lazy? Of course, our followers are awesome, <laughs> <laughs> and I think mostly because they're sick of the run of the mill followership. I'm going to follow this person because they do this and they're popular. We're not popular. We're not looking to be popular. Right. In fact, we're like kind we're of anti-popular. We're not looking anti-popular. to be popular and we're not looking for this to be comfortable. Right. No, no. If you're comfortable, you're in the wrong spot or we're not doing our job correctly. This is a constant introspective look at yourself, uh, a mirror, if you will. We're, we're pointing out the things that you could probably change in your lives that are uh, based on the wisdom that I, I gained from helping people die for so many years that dropped this knowledge on me just as they're leaving the planet. Hey, don't don't let people do this. I did this and, oh, I, I really regret it. You only got one shot at this, folks. And if you're mindlessly following people for no good reason, shame on you. Waste th- of time. I think what this red kite movement is is – just that there's a verb there's an action behind the words it's a movement it it takes practice it takes action it's a process it's It's not a process right and it we talked about this in previous episodes where every good process of evolution it takes some pain there's pain in the birthing process as you pointed out there's pain in the metamorphosis of becoming a butterfly from a caterpillar most of us will reach our grave as a friggin caterpillar mm-hmm. and shame on you because you have the control over that you know that's the thing if you feel like you're held back by someone else you're lying to yourself exactly you 
are holding yourself back and you're using that as an excuse. Yeah. Wake up, put your big boy, girl, whatever pants on and take the role on of living your life and your best life. I know that sounds cliche, but if you're not living your best life, you have no purpose on this planet. The, you really have buffalo. no reason to be here. Okay. You're taking up space. So let's get into the gift of the day. Yeah, that got all crazy. It did. It, it's the wasabi talking. <laughs> Here's a simple quiz. What do you call eggs, bacon, and cereal served in the evening? Ooh. If you said breakfast for Dindin, you are a sheeple. <laughs> Not sure why? We fixed that. I like it. I like that you changed it to Dindin. <laughs> David, I'm not a follower. That's true. Oh, that's an excellent <laughs> example. There it was in script right in front of you on this huge teleprompter, and you're like, fuck it. It's Din Din. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like Din Din. I like the word. But no, absolutely to your point. And the reason why the reason why I wrote that was I literally was I had I made an omelet. I don't I know if you saw the saw picture. That. Yep. I saw Damn, the post. That omelet. So I, I followed the Paul Bacuse method of salmon, the, the French version of how you cook salmon, and it's flawless. Oh, <laughs> if you know who Paul Bacuse is, good good on you. If you don't, check it out. I'm a huge fan of Paul Bacuse. So was uh, one of my major influences on my life. Bourdain. Very good. Thank wow, you. you go. You really remember stuff. <laughs> so yeah, I, I met Tony once. And he had an influence on me. And, and so I, I adopted his hero, who was Paul Bacuse, made this excellent salmon. It was unbelievable. Had it. And then I thought, well, you know, I've got a leftover. Do I eat it like it is or do I toss it in to something else? And the, the French way of cooking is to, similar to the Native American philosophies, you don't waste anything, mm -hmm. right? You literally eat everything from the animal. I had leftover eggs. I had some dill from some tzatziki that I made. I had... Mm -hmm. You know, a whole bunch of other accoutrements. So I, I dropped, I, I made this omelet that was kick-ass. It had the salmon in it. It had the organic white cheddar that I got in Vermont. I got the dill going. I got some creme fraiche. And then my favorite thing, which nobody seems to understand, the, the very first thing that always goes in the refrigerator in a new home that I buy is capers. Mm. Love the capers. Always good I, to have on hand. And then I dropped some uh, Louisiana hot on top. Louisiana. So, a little bit of spice. Nice. So I sent it out and, and to my friends and they're like, oh, that's an awesome breakfast. I'm all, dude, it's two o'clock. I don't eat breakfast, by the way. What do I, what do I do? You I drink, drink, you drink breakfast. I drink, I drink <laughs> breakfast. I have a protein shake and a kombucha. I don't, I don't like breakfast. Breakfast bogs, bogs me down, but I love the stereotypical breakfast, breakfast foods, food. uh -huh. right? And then I'm like, wait, what the hell? Why are people so limited? This is the limited thinking that I'm talking about all the time of breakfast is breakfast so when my kids were little they would like their their mom would say oh we're gonna have hash browns and, and cereal and and eggs for dinner and they're like oh breakfast for dinner and i'm like no it's dinner for dinner <laughs> i was gonna say no dinner for dinner so thank god for the internet i gave them a lesson they'll never forget and and i will i'll back up and say this they were giddy over the thought of breaking the rules which is fun okay all rules should be broken well with some exception of course but most rules are lame. So the whole idea of breakfast for dinner. It's just out of the norm. It's out of the norm. I, mm. I, I, am I alone in eating cereal for dessert? Ne oh, for dessert. Oh, yeah. I do it. I, yes. I do it. Yeah. 
it's it's satisfying right it's it, grain it's it's milk it what okay, why is that automatically oh man look mm-hmm. at me i'm a rebel i'm gonna get my leather jacket on and get my cereal out for for dessert <laughs> next thing you know i'm gonna have a tattoo <laughs> no no what we did was we we looked it up on the internet and i said look i i envy being i envy the europeans because they've got so many cultural influences in a very small space in terms of geographics in America, we are so centric that we don't think outside. And having been to Europe, I'm like, oh, my God, you guys have no idea. So I opened up the laptop, and I, I searched breakfasts around the world. Mm-hmm. It shocked the hell out of them. Kimchi and fish mm-hmm. and rice. Right. There's sort of a sort of narrow-mindedness yes. here. Yep. And it, you know what it does? It stymies our growth it limits the potential that we have to uh, evolve and to someone like you it has to be a little off-putting oh. because you are i mean you are evolved true that so it has to be a little like you you question that thinking often and it's got to get somewhat tiring it's 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 frustrating it's aggravating and it also says a lot about the people that are around you so i, I i've kind of gotten to the point where i'm i'm not accepting of it but it's not worth raising my yes. voice and correcting someone and hey, look at it from this perspective. I kind of I'm kind of over it. And I I don't want to sound pessimistic or sardonic. Most people don't really care. They don't <laughs> they're not listening to me. It's not like, oh, this dude, he dropped some knowledge on me and it's changed my life forever. No. So I just I use it mainly as a teaching tool for my kids right now. But it's true. Like the whole idea of, oh, eggs, eggs can only be breakfast. Do you know how many eggs go into a normal lunch or a dinner entree? Right? No. You guys don't because you're not thinking. And you're right. like, mm, I'm in this box. I got to stay in the box. Oh, cereal. Cereal must be under lock and key after <laughs> 9 a.m. It's not to be served any time outside of those hours. Crazy. I, I like this. I like your thinking. Crazy. I like that it doesn't have to be so limited. Even in the, you change the vocabulary, you change your mindset too. So breakfast for dinner, the concept, yes, very simplex, very easy to digest, pun intended. (laughs) Analogy, is it a gateway drug to separating yourself from the herd? Yeah, sure is. I love challenging society because again, we are biologically essential when we're born. We have these urges. We have libidinal impulses that we want to enact upon. And they're, they're stifled. They're stifled by a collective. The collective of our culture is the uh, societal brain, if you will. It's the socially constructed constraints that you now have to or you're supposed to, you're expected to abide by. Instead, I look at that and go, bullshit, bullshit. And in fact... If you say, oh, you're supposed to do this, I'm going to do that. pretty much the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Oh, of course I am. Don't feed the squirrels. Yes, I'm going to feed the squirrels. Why? And you don't do it to be in the opposition. You, you truly don't. That's what I've found. You're not teaching other people. It's, it's seriously that you're... you're a little more evolved. And I don't mean that in a Why, thank you. egoistic no thing either at in it's just there's no you, ego here you truly have a different way of looking at things absolutely well and again that's a gift from my grandmother my grandfather my mother they looked at the world in a totally different perspective and i have to say most of my friends that i surround myself with 
are truly artists. Almost mm -hmm. all of my friends are artists and they see the world in a totally different mm -hmm. way. Do you remember back when I was running on the beach with Daisy and <laughs> the whole beach stopped simultaneously, all the people on the beach, and they took a picture uh -huh. of the sunset? Right. What was my picture of? Them taking a picture of the sunset. <laughs> sheeple. Yes. Hashtag sheeple. And so to the closed-minded, yeah. it does seem a little, oh, he's just doing it for the attention. Nope. But there is an evolution to get yourself to the evolved. Right. And it takes action. And like you, you've always said, it's the journey right. that gets you there. It's not going to happen overnight. But I feel like with our daily lessons, our daily check-ins, it's opening, broadening your mind. What I love is that exact thing, Michelle. Great point. Thank you for bringing that up. It's the light bulb that goes on over someone's head. They're like, oh, wait, I don't have to be like this. Mm -hmm. Wait. Oh, the feeling of not being like this anymore is so liberating. And you're right. I don't do it for the attention. I don't do it because I like being called eccentric. And you know what? I used to hate that term, and now I totally embrace it. Mm -hmm. If eccentric means I'm a standard devia a deviation away from the norm, then damn straight, I'm eccentric. You call me what you need to call me, and that's the thing. The labeling? The labeling is a mask. I'm going to put something on you to separate you from me so that I can feel comfortable continuing to be me. Right. But being me is friggin' lame. I know it, but I'm too afraid. And that's what it comes down to is the fear. That's exactly right. The, being led by fear. So I feel like the, the listeners who are hearing this and putting some sort of judgment behind you or what you have to say is, okay, there's room for evolution there. Absolutely. There's Absolutely. room there to grow. So it's good. At least you're having an opinion one way or the other. But notice what kind of opinion you're having. And I feel like that's how you can mark how evolved your mind is. You know, such great, great points, Michelle. Most people don't even get to that point mm -hmm. of realization. It's just right off the bat like, right? oh, he, he's crazy. Or, oh, he just does yeah. it for the attention. Whoa, whoa, not true. Or, or they don't true. even question why they do things. Why did you, why did you cut off the ends of the, of the roast to put it in the oven? Well, I don't know. Yeah. You know that story. To make it fit, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. I love that story. And that, I love that story for a lot of reasons. And the main reason is sheeple. The reason why you did it was because you never asked. You never questioned it. What happened to the generation of questioning shit? Yep. Now we just accept it. There's no rebels right now. Who's a rebel? Elon Musk. That's about it, right? Yeah. Jeff Bezos. Who's a, who's a true rebel? Not not the protesters. Right. You go out and you you wear your masks and you 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 beat the shit out of people's livelihoods and their businesses and you trash the the city. Yeah, there's no critical thinking there. No. <laughs> and, and again, you're just as much of a sheeple as everybody else. No, oh, there's a cause, so I'm going to join everybody else. Yep. Dude, stand alone. If if you're going to if you're going to actually make a difference in this world, you need to be the one. You need to take that that command. You need to take that opportunity to show that you've got something new and spectacular and different and a new perspective, not regurgitating someone else. Perfect. Boo. I love it. All and, right. And <laughs> There's that is a that. great, there's the bell. You heard it first. It, it, that is in, That bell is interrupting us. I think Here that goes. bell is more of a hook because <laughs> I was on a roll. <laughs>
Take us into our homework, Michelle. Today's homework is fun, but it's going to take some observation. Tomorrow, when you go to work, tomorrow, when you talk to a friend, tomorrow, when you see someone and have a conversation and it gets brought up, what did you do for dinner last night? I love it. Tell them that you had pancakes for dinner and watch their reaction. It's a trap. (laughs) It's a trap. (laughs) Simple as that, because I bet the first reaction is going to be, oh, Oh, you had breakfast breakfast for for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us if we're wrong. Yeah, I love it. I want to hear it. Or they could even go like in a different direction with it. What did you have for breakfast? Well, I had, you know, uh, some kimchi and some, (laughs) some, some fish. And some rice. Yeah, so the opposite is you true. You had some dinner for breakfast? Exactly. Well, that's another weird thing. Like, how, <laughs> how, come, how come leftovers aren't cool for breakfast? This right? true. Yeah. Come on, man. I agree. We need to wake up, be a part of our, our new society, join the cult of the Red Kite movement. <laughs> We're going to have lots of differentiated, uh, culturally appropriated meals with no labels. <laughs> We're going to have beans for dessert. <laughs> they do that in Europe. I don't doubt it. Yeah. I don't doubt it. What the hell? Food is food. I get in the mood for all kinds of food at different times of day. Why Why should it be like, nope, I can't have that. It's not the right time of day. That's social constructionism right there at, at, at its worst. So maybe, oh, let me add an assignment. Okay. Can I add a secondary assignment? What is that secondary? Set your alarm clock. And you know where I'm going with this. Go this for is it. something I adored yep. from a girlfriend that I dated oh long ago. Her thing was getting up one in the morning, making mashed potatoes and gravy. I'm it's like, a good what? one. What kind of a weird quirk is that? But I was all in. I'm like, hell yeah. That's a Why good not? one. Set your alarm. Wake up at 1 a.m. Maybe have the potatoes peeled so it's not a pain in the ass. Yeah, because it Pre-prep is. Pre-prep it. Yeah, it is Wednesday, David. Yeah, that's true. Or maybe save it for the weekend. Whatever. Make some mashed potatoes and gravy. Send us a picture of you <laughs> eating mashed potatoes and gravy with a shit-eating grin on your face saying, screw the establishment. That's our level of rebellion. Riotousness. <laughs> what did you do so riotous? <laughs> I made mashed potatoes at one yep. in the morning. Damn. Get your leather jacket on. <laughs> All right, lots of wisdom bombs dropped on this one. This was a fun one. I liked it. And I guess it makes sense because it is the day of levity. Which Michelle. we forgot to mention at the beginning. That's true. Yep. Levity and humor, humor and, inspiration. and inspiration. All three of those hit today. All, all they all boom, boom, boom. hit. Who are we? We're a red kite movement. Yes. Michelle, lots of wisdom bombs dropped left and right. What is your mic drop moment? Simple, David. We already stated it. Narrow-mindedness limits our potential and stymies our growth. Think on that and... Digest that one. Oh. <laughs> Get out there and fly that kite. Yako Key. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's Gift of the Day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement.